Hey everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives podcast. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the extremely talented Gabrielle Lipsky. We are fresh off of our live stream ban. I am so, so happy that I was able to set this up today, guys. But before we get started, there is a lot to go over with these huge Supreme Court cases. Just a reminder to please, please, please visit our website, EmpireStateConservatives.com. Links to all of our shows, all of our merchandise. Again, all merchandise sales. Go back into spreading the word. Go back into fighting leftist tyranny and being able to bring you amazing content like we're going to bring you here today. So we're going to go over Nyserpa versus Bruin. We're going to go over the case that overturned Roe v. Wade. I've been still celebrating this Bruin decision, so I didn't really wasn't really caught up on all the other stuff. But Gabby is very knowledgeable, and she will be able to guide me in the right direction. That, but let's start, Gabby, with Nice Serper versus Bruin. So this decision came back down before Roe v. Wade, which wasn't surprising when I saw the left's reaction to the Roe v. Wade overturn. But you know, okay. So basically, for those who do not know. Uh, Clarence Thomas gave the majority opinion on a 6-3 decision, which I was very shocked about. I thought it would be 5-4 because everyone knows that Justice Roberts is just a spineless hack. But, you know, surprisingly, he's been making some good, yet still, like, spineless judgments. We'll talk about that when we get to Roe v. Wade, maybe, possibly. Um, But essentially what they did was the lawsuit alleged that New York State's uh, concealed carry permit requirement, essentially not allowing... New York, New York staters to have a concealed carry permit was unconstitutional on the basis of the Second Amendment. The court decided that absolutely, because the right to self-defense extends outside the home, the right to keep and bear arms not being infringed, you know, applies to concealed carry permits. And the fact that New York State was essentially making it impossible to get a concealed carry permit, you would need to show that you, for work, you handle large amounts of cash. That was really the only way to get a concealed carry permit in New York is if you owned a business and you regularly made deposits with huge amounts of cash, which is ridiculous because those aren't the only people that need self-defense. And that is what this decision came down into. And we're not going to get into the real like minutia of, of the, of the, of the wording in the decision, because no one wants to hear me talk about that. I don't want to hear me talk about that, but essentially what they did state was the constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second class right subject to an entirely different body of rules than the other, than the bill of rights guarantees, meaning that you shouldn't have to show a need beyond the fact that you are an American and you have the right to self-defense to exercise your second amendment right to self-defense outside of the home. Just as you don't have to show a need to exercise religious freedom. You don't have to show a need to exercise freedom of speech. These are things that you are allowed to, as an American, to to exercise because they are your God-given rights. And the court made a great decision on this. But let's talk about the left's reaction. I want to start with Mayor Adams, who before the decision even came down, because they knew how this was going to happen talked about he was terrified and he was crying himself to sleep or some other nonsense that he was petrified that law-abiding citizens would be able to defend themselves in public. Meanwhile, this is a guy who has openly talked about the fact that he, as mayor and as a former police officer, was going to carry a firearm for his own protection and not use money for security detail. So it's okay for the mayor because he's special, right? And the same thing Bloomberg said, the mayor's special. He gets to have protection. He needs defense. But me and you, Gabby, we're, we're not special. 
You, you don't get to have that. And that's the argument I got. And yeah, well, like, where where do you stand on this with this whole like argument that that for some reason we should be afraid that Americans are going to be able to defend themselves with firearms? I mean, this is this is the whole idea. I, I think I've said this a couple times. It's just it's amazing how the left loves to kind of blur the lines and remove the things that are black and white written in the constitution, no question about it. And then they'd rather just abide by the crap they pull out of their hides. Um, They don't understand how dangerous that is. They don't understand how imbecile it is. Um, And aside from that, I mean, Eric Adams panicking about the idea of having legal firearms on the street. And we have thousands of unregistered weapons on the street every day that he has done zero to take care of. And now all of a sudden he wants to put on his, his superhero cape and tell law abiding citizens that they're a danger if they have a a firearm on them. Um, And especially in New York city where it's almost necessary that you protect yourself at this point, because he has no idea what he's doing. So right. And absolutely. Because especially after this nonsense that they just passed in Albany, right. Where they banned body armor. So again, I can't even, buy body armor now to protect myself from someone else with a gun. You're worried about me being able to then protect myself with a gun in public. It's just, it's nonsense. And I have people on the internet going, well, as a former police officer, that's his right. Yes, absolutely. Mayor Adams should be able to carry a firearm for self-defense 100%. But But so so should should every other law abiding citizen. That's the difference is he is not special. We are all guaranteed this right. Mm-hmm. And it's just the left, you know, the left does anything they don't like, you demonize it, right? Oh, we have a bunch of nutcases running around with guns. You already have a bunch of nutcases running around with guns. It's New York City. Like, what have you been looking at? But I, it was really funny. And it's like the one, the one thing I was really shocked about is there's a, a teacher that I work with who's very pro-gun. And everyone knows that we're pro-gun, which at the end of the day might not be the best thing for us. Uh with all the red flag laws, even though we're very stable and, you know, we're all about, you know, abided by the law. We're, we're mentally stable people. But another <laughs> teacher that we know who's, who's very liberal, but she's also very realistic. She's, she understands a lot of what's going on. She's more of like a classical liberal with a little bit of the modern stuff. Just a little, not too much. And she texts me. She goes, you must you must be celebrating. Like, and she's like, you know, I'm actually not worried about this. Because having responsible gun owners being able to defend themselves is something I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that should be, there should be no argument with this. There should, this is, this is one of those things like when you, there's no one on the other side of this issue. There is, there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be. And it should just be that law, if you want to protect yourself with a firearm, you're able to do that as a law abiding citizen. And if you mm-hmm. don't want to buy a firearm, you don't have to. And this is what I've been telling people for years. They're like, oh, should I get a gun? Do you want a gun? Do you, do you want a gun for home protection? Or are you worried about? Are you worried you're not going to be able to like use it correctly? Are you not? Are you do not want a gun in your home? These are things to ask yourself. It's not for me to tell you whether or not you should have a gun. It's for you to decide. It's a free American, right? Exactly. Yeah. But I think America has been so conditioned into thinking that guns are either dangerous or they're something that you should question whether or not you should have because of the whole kind of narrative behind them. So people would rather just follow suit with like. Well, if someone tells me I should, maybe I'll feel more comfortable getting it because someone else told me to do it. It's not a decision that an everyday American can just decide to go out and get a gun anymore because they just they're not comfortable with it, which is really it's it's sad. Um, and then another thing, I read an article in The New Yorker from this guy named Eric Latch, 
And it really, it struck me because it just goes to show you how these like anti-gunners are just reaching for any argument in the book to try and stop. Did he make the militia argument? Was it the militia argument? No, 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 no. No, his argument was about suicide. Oh, God. That's the the dumbest argument against gun ownership I've ever heard. Like... What does me being if I if I legally carried a gun if I legally had a gun a registered gun in my home before, no plans on committing suicide. Why is that going to change now? If I can keep that gun in a holster in my pocket, does that somehow make me more prone to committing suicide? It's asinine arguments, and it's such a low percentage <laughs> too, because they they completely ignore the millions of cases of guns being used in self defense in the home and outside of the home for people to protect themselves because it's like, Oh no, we need this one situation, right? It's the same reason why every time, again, school shootings are horrible, horrible tragedy, but every time there's a school shooting, ban AR-15s. Okay. We have these few incidences with an AR-15 as opposed to the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of instances where they have saved lives. If -hmm. you're going to make a ratio again, if it was, one person used an <laughs> AR-15 to save their life and 30 million people were murdered by AR-15s. That's a different story. Yeah. Still not gonna give, is- I'm still not giving mine up, but we can have a different conversation about it. But that's not yeah. the cases. More they people go by hands and feet. They can't coherently make their arguments anymore. So if they throw a wrench in the mix just to see if it sticks. And unfortunately, it's they, they, they failed. I mean, this is just... I'm so grateful for the SCOTUS kind of sticking their ground, um, especially on these two pertinent issues right now. Um, You know, some people are arguing that it it may sway the red wave because maybe these issues make the independents a little bit more weary of Republican politics. But here's the truth. This is, this is a democracy issue. This isn't about party lines. This is about preserving our democracy and making sure that this ever expanding government does not have a stranglehold and continues to push their progressive agenda to the point that our constitution is just a bunch of words on a piece of paper. You know, we still have as citizens, a civic obligation to make sure that we are following the rules that our founding fathers wanted us to follow. And if we're going to just allow that these crazy Hochul, AOC, Pelosi lunatics (laughs) to keep telling us what to do, you know, that, that, that is really going to tear up society as we know it. So this that, is- that, that was beautifully put, Gabby. Beautifully put. I'm going to make one correction for you, and we do not have a democracy. And I'm going to start correcting everybody on this. We have a republic, and the the, the federal government is, is a representative government. We have a republic, and we need to remind people about this because democracy is majority rule. So what the left likes to do, and it's a little bit of a tangent, is they like to talk about the electoral college, right? Oh, but if the popular vote, eh, let's stop that conversation right there, because this is not a democracy. If we had a democracy, then yes, the popular vote would matter. Popular vote does not matter because we have a republic. That's why in the Pledge of Allegiance, we say, you know, to to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. It's a republic. So we have to normalize correcting people on that. And everything else you said was 100% spot on, but I'm doing this with everybody now. We have a republic. We have to remind people that we have a republic. Because when the left constantly goes, democracy is dying, we don't have a democracy. Your democracy is your local level. That's your local government, the things where you're doing where it's just straight up.
popular vote, and that's who's winning. Out the way our federal government works, we are a constitutional republic, and that is why everything is set up the way that it is. And the big thing, you talked about the middle, because, again, the middle wins elections, right? Mm-hmm. Libertarian Party is considered part of the middle, even mm-hmm. though they're basically just a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. Getting back gun rights, that's going to sway a lot of libertarians to be like, you know what? You know, my guys not might not be in this. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pick this side, and they might not. A lot of libertarians are trying to get the libertarian party going, and I respect them for it. And they're they're putting up their own candidates, but those are people where you know there were states that Trump lost by very small percentages, and you know if he didn't get the libertarian vote, that could have switched it the other way. So you do mm-hmm. have to have you have to do coalition building with third parties. You have to do it with moderates, with independents. You have to do these things yep. because. Right now, it's the only way that the system is working. And the left is so insane that we really can't allow them to have any more power. And the last thing I want to talk about this decision is Kathy Hochul's reaction. Because if you are not worried about this woman's mental capacity, you should be. Not only is she completely insane, allegedly. She's allegedly completely insane. Barely allegedly. She talked about the vaccine. She wore her necklace that says "vaxxed" on it, which again, nuts. Like, I'm not a fa- I'm not a very fashionable person. You, if you're watching this, you can see my "shall not be in fringe" shirt with with my boy George, best president. It was all downhill from number one. All right, available on our website, EmpireStateConservatives.com. But Kathy Hochul with a vax necklace. I'm going to say that's a fashion faux pas. Let's just start with that. Then. She goes into this rant about how the vaccine comes came from God and getting vaccinated is like a religious experience. And I'm watching this like, how is Eddie called herself a God in the church and said, you, you are all my apostles. You remember that? Oh, God, just completely nuts. (laughs) And then she decides after this ruling, again, tyrant (laughs) that she is and mentally unstable. The only guns available in 1791 were muskets. Incredible. <laughs> I want to go back to muskets. You know what, Kathy? I'm fine. You will make the government go back to muskets, and I will keep my firearms. And then we can actually be good. Because then we'll have a proper balance. And the government should be doing what the people say. She's nuts. She's completely out of her damn mind. Like, <laughs> like again, I don't even At this point, I don't even care who wins the Republican primary for governor. As long as they just whoop her. Like, honestly, just get her out of there. I don't, again, whoever wins the primary, I have people who I want to win, right? But you are you publicly endorsing? Are you publicly endorsing anybody or no? No, because my guy was Mike Carpinelli. I really like Mark Carpinelli, and he he dropped out. Everyone else, you know, I have my kind of things. I, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. want to get into I'm I'm a big Zeldin guy. I am. I like Zeldin. I know a lot okay. of there's a whole bunch of nonsense going on, but I like Zeldin. I really does do think he gives us the best chance to win. I think Esperino's time has passed. Well, um, I wrong. think his best chance to win was in 2014 when he ran. I think that was his best chance to win. Um, but I, even let's say if Astorino wins, Giuliano wins, whoever does win, I will support them against Hochul because she is a yeah. lunatic. Agreed. She's no, nuts, no. and she is the worst thing for this possibly for this state. But that'd be like. How do you think that anyone can take this woman seriously when she literally goes on TV and goes, muskets were the only weapon in 1791. We should go back to muskets. Because she's screaming abortion. She's she's holding on to the last feather, 
saying abortion rights, abortion rights, abortion rights. And everyone, every single crazy progressive in New York just latches onto that. And well, unfortunately, it's really, well, it's really not about the abortion rights. We're going to get more into it. I just wanted to say yeah. a little more. It's, it's, <laughs> abortion in New York is already a monster. You can get an abortion up to like the day before the child is due. New York is, is the want, number one state in the country with abor- our abortion rates are the highest in the country. Does she want to be able to take the baby out after it's born and just strangle it? Like, what is she looking to do? We'll, we'll get into that when we do when we do the next the next segment. But like, she is nuts. So let let's segue into that. All right, we are <laughs> we're about half we're about halfway through. Let's segue in. Okay, we want to give people a little bit of background about. What happened with this case that came out the day after my my amazing Nicerpa versus Bruin case was decided that made me so happy that I just turned off all social media? <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the Dobbs decision basically declared that um, it, it, the states now basically made abortion law statutory. So rather than it being as if it were codified in the Constitution, which it is not. Um, it belongs now to the state's rights to decide whether or not they are going to have abortion in their state, if they're going to put restrictions on abortion or if they're not going to have it at all. Um, you know, it, it doesn't listen. Like if Texas technically right now, like, yeah, you have to, you have to offer people abortions in Texas, but, and once obviously the state codifies it, chances are there's going to be restrictions on abortion or no abortion at all. But regardless, New York, for example, there will be a free for all when it comes to abortions. So people are so concerned that, oh, you know, we're not going to be able to get abortions anywhere. Like, No, if you really desperately need one for whatever reason, the resources are available to you. They're just not down the block. Right. And, um, and, the, and the other issue that people don't understand is that this overturning Roe, first of all, doesn't outlaw abortion. It allows yeah. the states to make their own decisions. And if the people of Montana, right? Again, I don't know the laws in Montana. I always pick Montana. I think I've been watching too much Yellowstone. But <laughs> if the people of Montana want to outlaw abortion, they can do that. Their, their elected representatives are elected mm-hmm. by, again, the ridiculous argument that men can't make laws about women's bodies. They're, they're elected by men and women. Men and women both vote. This isn't pre, was it 19th Amendment, right? Men and women are both allowed to vote. So women elect whoever they elect. Men, women, whatever genders there are now. I don't know. Unicorns, helicopters, all that (laughs) stuff. And they make the laws. We have a representative government. So it doesn't matter the gender of your legislator. Although the left Mm -hmm. loves to bring that up. And if New York wants to continue to be a dumpster fire of morality, then it will be. And it's up to the people in that state. And they're so obsessed with, I'm worried about women in Montana. Women in Montana didn't want this. You're worried about someone who doesn't care about your opinion on this. I don't know. <laughs> what else is there? so obsessed with how everyone else is living their life. It's the same thing. I have firearms. <laughs> legally owned firearms. My neighbor or the people I work with shouldn't care how I defend my home. It's my <laughs> life. My my shaka is sitting in its case. It's not hurting anybody right now. God forbid someone breaks in and with a with a weapon and I need to defend myself. It's a whole other story. But 
it's it's just sitting there. It's the same thing. Whereas if I want to wear only black t-shirts, that shouldn't be an issue for anybody. It's my mm-hmm. life. I'm living it this way. We're yeah. so it's so it's such nonsense. But then again, lies and nonsense coming out of the left and just bad stuff happening. Yeah. And let me say, I mean, I have, I want to share, like, like I said earlier, a tremendous amount of gratitude for these Supreme Court justices. This could have easily been a crisis induced defeat, um, but just because they stayed so true to, again, the constitution, what it says, um, they held their ground. And that takes a tremendous amount of courage. And it gives me, it restores my confidence in the the Supreme Court, which I, I think, the majority of the American people needed. Um, but another point, I mean, the left also is like so busy pointing fingers at like conservatives, Christians, the SCOTUS, everyone else. But meanwhile, the left did this to themselves. If you really think about it, it's like we, I think right now the statistics shows 58% of Americans are some version of pro-choice. Okay. So we can agree that, more than most people are understanding of some circumstances of abortion. Okay. But when the left started talking about full term, full term abortions or abortions 30 days after the child is born or taxpayer funded. That's, a, that's not an abortion. That's a, that's a murder. That's a murder that's a of a born murder. child. That's In not an abortion. Corporate sponsored abortions. These are things that where, um, people gave the understanding, the, you know, we'll give you these exceptions. The left decided to take it, run with it, and literally murder children. Okay. So if there's anybody to blame about why the Supreme Court decision was brought up now, why this happened now, and why Roe v. Wade was overturned, it is literally only progressive leftists that want to murder children. Those are the ones to blame. And then well, also. The big reason why it was overturned, though, is because. The original Roe decision was made complete, and we talked about right. it a little bit. Was and even made Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't, didn't yeah. approve of it. it. If the Fourteenth Amendment does not apply to abortion, first of no. all, besides the fact that it doesn't say abortion, there is no, um, there's no, what's it called? There's no history of abortion being a protected right in America pre the Constitution, and right. in equal protection under the law, how they twisted that into the right to kill a, a, a child or have an abortion just it it was just pure nonsense so when they really when they looked at it again they realized that it was a bad decision and mm-hmm. it needed to be overturned and again the lie that this outlaws abortion everywhere and that women are going to be forced to give birth wear a condom use birth control these are things that are readily available and inexpensive <laughs> for people just because you have also or Abstain from having sex until you're ready. Like, again, I'm not going to tell you what abstain from having sex until they have a baby. I don't want to be a huge hypocrite. But use a condom. <laughs> it's They're not expensive. And, it, again, I have to look at this, though, as, like, it again, all comes down to money. It was the whole thing, again, with the hormone blockers and the surgeries for the, tra- for the kids who are going through trans issues. It all comes down to money. How much yep. money does Planned Parenthood make from abortions? Mm-hmm. A lot. They make a ton of money. And what do they do? They donate to politicians who then do what they ask them to do so they can make more money. It's all about money. It's And this, is so, this money. is so typical of the left with the whole effed up distortion of 
literally all of reality. You know, this is the same left that treats, talks about gender theory, saying little boys can be little girls and little girls can be little boys, giving 13 year olds body altering medications. And also the same left that participates, allows men to participate in women's sports and then declaring it a legitimate victory, right? Like, like this is the, this is the party of delusion. And the only way to resolve it, to restore the common sense, to bring back whatever sanity that this nation has left is to make, is, is first of all, have a Supreme court that votes like this. And secondly, get these progressives the hell out of office, get Democrats the hell out of office. I know I'm going to say this, New York, we have our primary tomorrow. Please go out and vote. If you're watching this, I'm sure you're a Republican. Please make sure you're registered and that you're going to go vote. I will say that. Um, but, but again, this is the same left that damns us and calls us every ist, every ick in the book, white supremacist, transphobic, for disagreeing them, for, for disagreeing with them, but then also considers themselves the party of inclusion. I mean, they are the most delusional group of people, I think, that, that have ever been in existence. Am I wrong? No, no, you're you're 100% right. And it's the way that they go about everything is just, we're going to go over the top and so intense and we're going to make everything be life or death. And if you don't believe in this, then you don't care about anybody. And at the end of the day, I can disagree with someone without hating them. Mm -hmm. I've had this conversation with a million people. And someone asked me, they're like, oh, do you support the trans community? I go, I don't think about the trans community. They don't affect my everyday life. Until we have the stuff where they're throwing this stuff into schools and they're throwing this stuff into sports, it doesn't affect me. If you are an adult, if you're over 18 years old, and you decide that you want to cut your junk off and throw it in a blender and become a woman, <laughs> fine. You go do that. Don't expect me to verify your your lifestyle choice just mm -hmm. as i don't expect people who hate guns to be like oh i love that you have guns just accept the fact that i have the right to own a gun my problem is you went after the kids because you knew they were impressionable and you could get them on your side and that's how you get them for life and that's where i always draw the line if you're going after the kids and you're trying to indoctrinate them then i have a problem but when yeah. bruce jenner decided to become caitlin jenner I didn't care. I did not care at all. It had no effect on my life at all. I did not yeah. care. It, it does not matter to me. My problem is when they go after the kids and when they start trying to cancel people for just disagreeing. Mm -hmm. And again, I've spoken to many people about guns. I've talked to many people about abortion. I've talked to many people about free speech, about all these other things. I'm a, a constitutional conservative. I'm an originalist. I believe that the Supreme Court was 100% right in both these decisions because the Constitution is the most important document that we have. It is the rules that limit the government. They are rules that limit the government. They are not rules that limit the people. And this is what people don't understand. Not everything that you want is a right. Some things yeah. are privileges. Some things are just things you're allowed to do, like a privilege, right? I don't have the right to a gym membership. I have the ability to go get a gym membership and go to the gym I don't have the right to drive a car in New York state. I have the ability to get a driver's license and then legally drive a car in New York state. These aren't rights. You can still get an abortion, even if it's not a right. 
This is the whole thing where this is a right or civil liberty. Again, someone's I know somebody is going to come and go, well, they're not really rights. They're civil liberties. Yes, I know. But it's the Bill of Rights. So I'm going to use the term right so that people understand where I'm going with this. Okay. The only things that are rights are things that are listed in the Bill of Rights and in the further amendments that constitute rights. Everything else is either a privilege or just something that happens like I don't have the right to electricity, but I pay for electricity. So I get it. It's not a right. <laughs> like they try to put the right to clean water into the New York state constitution. How are you going to back that up? You're going to test all the water at every single person's faucet. Are we giving everybody one of those, those filters that goes on top of your sink? Like <laughs> what is this nonsense where everything is a right and it's a right. It's a right. It's a right. Government do this for me. The government doesn't do things for your rights. They are not allowed to touch them. So the right to clean water would be the government's not allowed to dump things in your water, but they don't have to provide you with anything. That's the difference. The right to bear arms. I'm allowed to own a firearm, but the government doesn't provide me with that. Freedom of speech. I'm allowed to use my phone, my computer, all these other things to exercise my free speech, but the government doesn't provide it to me. They don't want rights. They want government handouts and mandates. That's the difference. And that's not a right. So the Supreme Court was 100% right. There is nothing in the 14th Amendment that talks anything about abortion. There is no constitutional basis for it. And we need judges to vote in a constitutional manner. And the fact that you have AOC with these activists screaming the Supreme Court's illegitimate. Why? Because you don't like you don't like the outcome. You, do They're you more hear legitimate now story? than they've been in years. Do They're you hear her new story? They are following the Constitution. But do you hear her new story? She's Which claiming that she, she was that she was raped at 20 years old and that after she was raped, the only thing that she could think about was whether or not she would be able to get an abortion if it was readily available to her. And she, she, She's from New York and she was school in Boston. It, it'd be like going to McDonald's. You go to the drive-thru, right? But like, here's, here's the thing. It, like, just because, and this is from a woman's perspective, you're going to come out and say you were raped and that you were worried about getting an abortion. That does not qualify you to speak on behalf of women that actually needed to get an abortion or have been through that before. This is, this is like a a total mockery of women that have been through this before. Having an abortion is not something women are proud of. It's usually incredibly emotionally scarring and it's, these girls or women or whatever the hell they are, they're confused about their gender running around naked with paint all over them and, and the, the fake blood that they're putting on their shorts. It is traumatizing and insulting. And it makes a mockery of these women that had been through this painful experience. Think about the women that got an abortion when they were younger. And now they, they actually are ready to go and get pregnant and they can't because of the procedure that they had before or some other issues that they're dealing with. And now you have these fools, these clowns, out on the street running around making some kind of animation out of these these issues that real women are facing right now that actually have been through this and AOC to come up with this whole story about how oh she was raped and 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 all she could worry about was an abortion you didn't go through it you didn't get an abortion and who the hell knows if she was even raped i hate to say that but she's such a sicko that she probably would lie about something like that she just to get people... she, she's a, she's an actress that's exactly she's, what she's, she is she's, she's a sick okay so it, it it makes my blood boil when I hear about these sick 
women. And, and then Maxine Waters, she went on a whole temper tantrum on Capitol Hill about how black women are going to come out by the droves to defend their right to get an abortion. Almost I don't understand as if- this. I don't I really don't understand this. Like, really, where does this come from where they're like, oh, black women need to get abortions? That, as if it's a right of passage. Are you trying to just like kill black babies? Like, I don't understand this. As, it, as if it's, it's like, right. And rather, rather than Maxine Waters being a black woman in a role of leadership, a very powerful role of leadership, instead of her standing up and saying, empowering her community, this is a time for us women to stand up and say, okay, what can we do better? What is it that is making our communities get the state they have? So black women make up, as of 2019, 57% of the abortions in the United States. White women actually come second. But white women come second, and then Latinos come third. Okay? So I don't want to hear the race card because everybody's equally accountable. However, Maxine Waters specifically called on black women to come out by the droves. That was Maxine Waters that said that. If I was a 24-year-old black woman and I heard Maxine Waters come on the stage and say, we need to make sure that black women are coming out by the droves because we won't stand for this. You know how pissed off I'd be as if abortions are something that black women, especially young black women, my age should be proud of as if this is something that represents my black women. Like what, what the hell? That's what they've done, Gabby. They've made it into something to be celebrated as opposed to something that should be safe legal and rare that used to be the term right it was safe legal and rare if you're raped if it's incest if it's a medical issue all the states even the ones that ban it all have provisions for those things the issue is it became this whole thing because it became the rallying cry because guess what if you get pregnant you have to take care of a child that's going to ruin your job your ability to have a job right you know what happens when you have a job you pay taxes and what mm-hmm. does the government want you to do? Pay taxes. The whole feminist movement was a whole thing designed to double the workforce and double the tax income, people. And all of the leftist talking points now, they're all about depopulation and increasing income for the government. It's state right. work, right? Because that kid, you're not going to be able to work. So you can't pay taxes. Oh, but, you know, or don't tell, don't let anyone tell you what to do, right? Don't get married. You have a husband who's going to boss you around. Instead, get a job where you're going to have a real boss who gets to tell you what to do when you can't say no, where it's not a partnership, where you actually are, but you are not in charge at all. It's it's all nonsense. And the fact that they use this, they they completely ignore the morality behind it, right? They completely ignore the science. The party of science completely ignores it, right? It's not a human. How is it not a human at eight and a half months in New York State? How does that make any sense? That doesn't make, like... That's ridiculous. It's eight and a half months or the day before, right? I was born about two weeks early. So were you less human when you were born than you were? Right. So I'm saying, so was I, if I was not human, like right up until I was born or like if my mom decided, oh, well, his due date was in March, but he came early. Could we just like toss him out? Yeah, the no. And then here's my whole thing is like, they want to talk about follow the science, follow the science. Science says. Life begins at conception. The The whole argument is like, oh, well, we don't really know when life begins. So who's to say? 
Well, wouldn't you rather like listen to the actual science and, and have a black and white version of this is what the science suggests. Let's follow the science instead of spectating whether or not something can feel pain, because chances are we'll never know. I mean, you know, it, but I mean, I, the last thing that I will say is that without conservative justices on the Supreme Court, it would create a cultural environment where the sole actors of, of, of consequence, people that would influence change would be only the solitary individual, in this case, the, the radical progressive, or people that are just fucked up. <laughs> and then the government that wants to expand, right? So if we leave these kind of decisions to radical socialists and we just let the government willy-nilly, it is, ugh, I, I don't know how to phrase this. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I'm so- I think what you're trying to say, Gabby, is thank you, President Trump. For, yeah. for your, your conservative <laughs> justices. Orange man good. We would not have had these two, these two <laughs> decisions. But again, I think that, again, science, 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 and people can argue about when life begins all they want. That's fine. That's their right, right? But when, again, whether it's conception, whether it's heartbeat, but I think Tom McDonald said it best, where it's, you're telling me bacteria is life on Mars, <laughs> but a heartbeat isn't yeah. life on Mars. Like, I don't get it. And the party that says they follow the science is never following the science. They follow the propaganda because science is ever changing and it's always moving around. And it's, they just, they're just repeating whatever their guy is telling them to say. And people do it on both sides. And there's a whole bunch of nonsense that goes on. And we try not to get bogged down in the mud with everybody else. But at the end of the day, these are two amazing decisions. The uh, NYSERPA case is a starting point. For New York State, it is not the end game. It is a small victory, but it is not the end game. The end game is the abolishment of the SAFE Act because that is an unconstitutional piece of garbage. And the the overturning of Roe v. Wade, I think, is a, is a huge step. And I think that this allows people in states like New York who disagree with this complete nonsense to stand to have kind of, you know, get some gusto and be like, you know what? Well, let's change this. Let's let's try. Let's roll some of this back because this is this is insanity. What we're doing here. If we can at least get it back to, you know, back back to some a more normal place before we start going after them again, then we win. Let's do what they did to us, right? You just kind of slowly chip away and march it back. So you know what they marched us to here. Let's march them back the other way. So there's still a lot of work to be done, people. Yeah. And, Make sure you support the organizations that are doing these things. I know uh, Students for Life does a lot of great stuff for the pro-life movement. Um, I'm a huge fan of Firearms Policy Coalition. Everybody knows that. I talk about them all the time. I was actually going to wear my Firearms Policy Coalition shirt, but it is about a thousand degrees in my office, and I didn't want to sweat through it. It is it is a uh, olive green, so didn't want to give didn't make, didn't want to gross people out over there. But uh, Gabby, why don't you give the folks at home? the information on where they can find you online or any other things that you're working on that you want to promote. We ended a little bit early, but so do a little uh, self-promotion here. Um, self-promotion. Uh, you can follow me at Gabrielle Lipsky on Instagram. It's literally just like this. Um, or you can follow my other page. It's Gabby Lipsky on Instagram. 
uh, or you can follow my Twitter. It's G-A-B underscore R underscore I-E-L-L-E. Um, I am working on something, but I'm not going to talk about it just yet. But if you follow right, me so on save Instagram. That for later. Yeah. Save that for later. <laughs> all right, guys, just a reminder, please, please, please visit our website, EmpireStateConservatives.com. Links to all of our shows, all of our merchandise. If you can buy something, it is greatly appreciated. If not, send it to someone else who you think will buy something. That would also be greatly appreciated. Share the show, share the video, share the audio. All of these things are available. Just go to Google, type in Empire State Conservatives Podcast, go into your podcast app, type in Empire State Conservatives Podcast. We will pop up. And uh, they don't pay me to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Firearms Policy Coalition, guys, if you are willing, if you are working, if you want to help people who are supporting us to get our gun rights back, they do amazing work. I give them money, I buy their merch. They are doing great stuff. So visit their website at firearmspolicy.org. They have links to all their stuff there. Again, that's free for them. They don't pay me. They don't even ask me to do that. They don't even answer my damn emails. But you know what? They're, they they are they are doing God's work over there. So I want to help them out. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Empire State Conservatives. We are off of our live band. We're still shadow band. So you have to make sure that you check it weekly. Go on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives. On Twitter at Empire State Cons. On YouTube where we're heavily shadow banned, where I'm probably just going to delete it because they deleted a video from like two years ago or a year ago. They sent me an email. Oh, we deleted your Cuomo episode. It's like, all right, punks. But (laughs) it is what it is at the end of the day. So guys, and again, everybody, watch your back out there. There's a lot of civil unrest that's going to be going on. The abortion people, the anti-gun people, they're all nuts. So Mm -hmm. be careful out there, guys. Watch your back and don't let fear take your freedom. (laughs) 